Maybe Welcome she's... to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things, episode 62 and three quarters, since this is now our third attempt and we are actually really recording this time. All right, don't even go into that. Just start over. Start, over. start over. It doesn't matter. Okay, so it's... A, start over. It's, okay, welcome. Yep. Welcome. Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things, episode number 62. My name is Jeremy. 62. 62 episodes in the can. Wow. On wax... Written, uh, really? Recorded on, on those and little, cast it out to the internet. Those wax tubes? On the, it's a bunch of tubes. Can you hear me? Made out of wax. Um, here's something I heard on Monday that kind of took me aback. Um, did you know that Janet Jackson's boob is still on trial? No, I didn't know you could put a boob on trial. <laughs> you remember the the yeah the Super nipple, Bowl uh, f- malfunction, the nipple malfunction, right? Or the, so the, yeah, the, the costume malfunction. I'm driving home uh, from from work to pick up my daughter from my parents' house as I do every Monday, and I'm listening to the to CNN radio news, and uh, the article is uh, not the article, but the story is uh, uh, Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction uh, enters appeals court. And that was really the the entire article. But I'm like, really? We're still talking about that? I mean, there's wow. still litigation? I mean, here we have a global economic meltdown of, uh, you know, uh, uh, historic proportions, right? And we're still concerned about Janet Jackson's wardrobe Whereas if you go over to Spain or Germany or whatever, there's like nude. Although there was, well, there's, there's like nude beaches over there and stuff, uh-huh. you know, right? Although I, I I also just read an article about uh, how in I think it's in Switzerland, um, they just passed a law to say that you, there's no you can't hike in the nude okay anymore because I, apparently there was a lot of German tourists that that uh, took it upon themselves that they would go there to Switzerland and they would go hiking in the nude and they really enjoyed that and the Swiss people were kind of taken aback and they didn't like it and they complained and eventually they got together and they passed a law saying no nude no hiking. nude hiking and okay I, I, well I, but i mean that's I, like I 100% I nude that and law. that's like a different lifestyle but if still if you go to the beaches and whatever there's like oh boobs you know whatever i mean it's nice and i'm sure the guys are like ooh look at that hey those are nice those the are nice but thing about i mean <clears throat> you, you you keep it away from the kids for so long and then it becomes like this obsession right. and it's it's more of a marketing tool to hold over the kids it's i've like, never oh, seen a boob i must see a right. boob i so, want to see a boob right and so you, oh you, you then you have these little skimpy outfits and it's like ooh, ooh. let me let me hmm, let me talk about that for a minute i i marketing? like the boobs? fact that we conceal our boobs <laughs> our, our females boobs because it makes them that much more exciting. Now, if boobs were just everywhere, flopping out, you go to work or not, I guess not work, but you go to the park, right? And well, you like get, magazines, magazines, well, magazine advertisements. Let's say you've you, go, you get a German magazine and it's like the, the skin, the skin, you know, conditioners or whatever. There's there's nipples. There's tits. Let, but let's take Seriously. it. Okay, that's that's a newspaper and that's even a little risky. Like, ooh, I'm going to get that magazine. and rah, rah, rah. But let's say you go to the park and you've got like the, the, the hippie college guys shirtless playing frisbee. And right next to you, you've got some hippie chicks shirtless playing frisbee. Now, if that's everywhere, if that's like the norm, like women can be topless and men can be topless, the boob no longer is as alluring as it is now, I think. Well, that's you. Because you get desensitized. You're like, eh, yeah. boobs, psh, boobs, boobs, whatever. Now, yeah, I don't think so. I don't, if anything, 
if anything, it, it raises the bar for <laughs> women to, to want their boobs to look better. Well, but then that gets into plastic surgery and stuff, and I'm, I'm not Well, really not even so that. much. I mean, yeah, to a certain percentage of the population that that is uh, all about quick fixes, uh-huh. but I think ultimately it's it's more about, like, taking care of your body mm-hmm. and staying in shape and, you know, caring about what, what, what you put into it and how, how you present it and whatnot. Well, I guess... And, and just the right moment to, like, let them out a little bit and, like, oh, and keep them, keep them back in and... You... I don't know. Well, I don't... I don't... I, I agree, but I also disagree. I mean, I, I think there's two sides of... Okay, let's take guys that run around top or shirtless, right? You've got, in my opinion, two different types of guys that do that. you got the guys that are built and that are showing off their six-pack abs. Like, look at me. I do lots of crunches, Right. That guy's showing off what he's got. Then you got fat dudes that just don't care. Like, oh, I'm just, what a, here it is. I'm everywhere. So you might end up with the same on the female spectrum where you've got this oh, of woman course who's like, yeah. look at me. I'm beautiful. Look at these. And then you've yeah. got some floppy, like, oh, I don't give a fuck. And here they are. And well, then you've got everybody in between that's like, ah, I'm, a, I'm five pounds overweight. And, you know, like, like a guy, like I, got, like I got these little bitty man boobs. I don't really want you to see. And, you know. Okay, but you know what? Know. You, the, everything you're explaining right there and describing is coming from your perspective. And so if you go back and listen to it or even think about what you just said, it was like the, you're, you're always kind of putting this, um, this, this, uh, this thing on the women when they whip it on. It's like, oh, here they are. I said Look the same them. thing about the guys, though. Cause- okay, and you know what? That's kind of the attitude that we have in this country where it's like, oh, yeah, okay, now it's a big thing. It's a big thing. But no, it's 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 the human body. I mean, it it kind of goes back to religion, where it's like, oh, God made you feel um, shame for your body. You should be shameful for your body. When you know what, it actually creates this this um, this this miasma of of uncertainty, and and uh, you're unsure of yourself in a situation or you, so you either have to, as a man and there's a woman, you either have to try to sex her up. You have to like, like get, get the sexual thing going because, Oh, well, maybe she's got some really nice tits. Maybe I want to get in bed with her, blah, 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 blah. But no, that's, that's that shame thing where you're thinking about it all the time. If you, if, if it wasn't like, Oh, it's a big thing. Oh my God. There's the boob malfunction. Oh, oh my God. If her tits shows, it's amazing. It's an unbelievable thing. You're buying into it. So you say you're, you're disgusted with the whole Janet Jackson thing, but yet you're buying into it by saying, Oh, maybe we should keep them under wraps. No, fuck it. Let them go. Who cares if, if they flop out once in a while, it it distracts us from, hold on, wait, wait, hold on. It distracts us from. What's really important, and that is relationships between human beings. I am not disgusted I, by the like whole gender. rising above the whole sexual gender right, right. thing. Okay, I, oh, wait, we should be able to move past that as human beings, right? Okay. Right. We're not. No, wait, we, we don't wait, go wait, into Erstus and then like completely lose our minds and and like okay, we can't do business anymore because well, we're in breeding territory now and blah blah blah. Wait, now I'm I am not disgusted with the whole Janet Jackson thing. What I'm more disgusted about is that. We're still talking about it. Is that 
the media because is still it's talking a big about deal. And that, that, that there's actually still litigation going on because the but way you're wait, the wait, kind wait, of guy wait, that's wait, making wait, it wait, a big wait, deal wait, by wait, saying, wait. "Oh, we should keep them under wraps." Because I'm not saying otherwise that. we're going to desensitize uh, them and desexualize them. That was a joke. Them. That was like, oh, what? Keep them more alluring by keeping them under wraps. That's oh, that was a like, joke. Much more of a. I thought you were serious. Okay, well then, I was kidding about that whole thing. Oh, I would love to see boobs all the time, but you know maybe. I, I'm afraid it that sounded so serious. I'm afraid that I might become desensitized to boobs. No, so like I don't if think boobs so. are all over the place, you know, I'd be like, ah, you know, I don't know. what but about legs? Boobs. Wait, wait. But before we what get about to ankles, what about we neck get lines? To all of that sort of stuff. Which what about faces? What make, about lips? What about feel, eyes? Just stop. Don't just, you like? Just I mean, stop for a second. What about shapes? Here's the way I feel about boobs. What about smell and television? Boobs and television. Are you ready? This is a. This is a. Yes. I feel that if there were more boobs on television, who do okay, who do boobs, who do boobs appeal to for the most part? Other boobs? Guys. Oh, men. Men are boobs. And who has the majority of the power in oh, the boobs in the uh developed nations? Men. Boobs, right? So, <clears throat> if good shit. There were more boobs on television, I think more men would be a less, a little less uptight, and there might be a peaceful, more peaceful planet. Yes. I guess what I'm trying to say is boobs are good, and boobs should be more prevalent. And if there were more boobs, we would have possibly peace on Earth. Do you, uh, do you have the internet? I have the internet. Type in expensive shit. What? And hit images and see what happens. Okay. I don't know if it's going to work, but it might. All right. Now, for those of you at home, okay, I really want to talk about this because it's really pissing me off, and it's a little bit about technology, but for fuck's sake, every time I restart Firefox, it has to install updates, and the goddamn thing crashes all the time. All right. Now that that's off my chest. I still run for Firefox. I still run uh, Internet Explorer, but uh, I don't know. Um. Yeah, right. boobs. There's nothing wrong with boobs. I, I mean, boobs are nice. I and and I could deal with seeing a little, few more of them, even if there were some big floppy, flabby ones. You know, images. Right. Go to images. Expensive shit. There's like an album cover. Yes, here. and what's on the album cover? Hopefully, it's. Oh, it's. <laughs> it's, it's an African nation that is like. Yep. It's there like you go. Felakuti. Is it? Is his name Felakuti? I don't know, but it's it's uh, expensive shit. It's a bunch of African women behind like a barbed wire <laughs> fence <laughs> with their boobs hanging out. It's uh, Fela Ransom Kuti. There you go. Africa 70. <laughs> there you go. Free boobs. There you go. Google, expensive shit. But, okay, my point was is that this is like what you were talking about. These these <laughs> nations, these developing nations, or these third world countries. That no, have, I was talking about first world nations. Well, even, who nations. has the power? Who, well, right. okay, in any country, who has the power? It's the men. It's mostly for the most. Yes. Okay. So, and this is how 9%. they show their power. This is all his women. Um, look at this. Look at what I can do. Look at my harem. Look at my. Look at all the titties that I've got. Look at my, all the titties behind yeah. barbed wire that you can't have that I got. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a little interesting fact. Interesting. Um, yes. Phil Cudi's a good musician. It's uh, like, uh, excuse me. Like good, good, yeah. So, I don't know. I just can't believe that we're still know, talking I, about Janet, oh, Jackson Janet Jackson and her yeah. boobs. It, and I mean, the worst part about that whole thing. Yeah, but a guy, look at, wait, we just wait, podcasted wait, for 15 minutes wait, about it. 11. 
But the worst thing about that whole debacle is if you go back and you look at the tapes and you look at the pictures, there's no nipple. Well, it's because she's had there's a huge star. Pasty. There's a star. Yeah, to, and yeah. there's like, if you're going to make a big commotion about boobs and nipples, at least show the people some, oops, some boobs and some nipples, yeah. right? Yep. Man. All right. Well, well, if any, maybe, maybe what it's doing is it's distracting the kids to look. Ooh, let's look at that. Let's not look at like some maybe some real boobs on, on the internet. But. And the whole thing is just ridiculous. I mean, it's uh, I, well, it's I, I also, hate to drag these memories up from two thousand four or whatever. But I mean, I remember listening to the radio the following day, and everyone's like, "Oh, I, I had my family in front of the television so we could watch the big game, the Super Bowl, and and we could have a our, our barbecue and our burgers and 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 have a good time." And and all of a sudden, this sex is on the TV, and I'm like, "Yeah, oh, great." In sex? Be- what sex? In between a bunch of guys beating the shit out of each other, and you're worried about like some nipples? And one, one nipple, nipple popped out. One, it's not even. A, it's like a pasty covered nipple, and that's the worst part about well, that's, it. That's the Joe the plumber. Oh attitude, my though. gosh! It's just it's. it's just, well, actually, the Family Guy did a, did a thing about that, where like the, the 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 FCC received like 15 calls about a certain thing that happened, and the FCC is like. Well, you know, we got 15 complaints, and, and you know, each person represents 100,000 people, so 1.5 million people complained about last night's episode. I mean, really, if you look deeper into who complained about Janet Jackson's boobs, it was literally less than 20 calls to the FCC. But that was enough to warrant, like, all of this bullshit that's going on, that is continuing to go on. It's kind of ridiculous. It's totally I'm sorry. It's old news. Anyways, well, uh, what do you think, folks? Let us know what you think. Post think uh, post some pictures of boobs. What's your favorite boob? Oh, that's a that would wow. be a good contest. Wow, there's a contest, folks. We're running our very first TFI wow. cast contest. Uh, there's a prize involved. I'm not really sure what that prize is, but post. Wow. I don't know if you can post on the. I, I don't know how Pop Syndicate feels about boobs, but let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens. Post your favorite boob. On the popsyndicate.com wow. website in our forum, I like I like the little ones, Erica, little, small to medium. Eric and I, I'm I'm, I'm uh, I like nipples that are kind of on the small side, like about my size. I mean, I you keep joking about my pepperoni <laughs> nipples, but a woman with nipples of my size, you know, although the nipple itself, the areola, you know, is about a little. It's not much more than a quarter size. I mean, I you make fun of me, but you uh, know, yeah. And so Eric and I will but like the we'll, nipple itself. I like a nice pee. You know, a pea size, yeah, like a like a pinky, you know, the first pinky knuckle out. Okay, well, Jesus, yeah, yeah. that's a big nipple. Do you ever get one of those? You ever see one of those big, big fucking pinky? That's like the size nipples? of the first digit of your pinky. Yeah, like the first knuckle. No, that, that would out. I would probably run away. Really? Wait, we talked about this where you could like hang. <laughs> there was a woman. There was a what? woman that I that I knew that you could you could. Oh no, it was a joke or something that she made. About being able to hang coat hangers on her nipples. No, th- that this was oh, it's it. I think we got it on wax. We might one of those wax cylinders. Wax podcast. The wax cylinders back in the day. I believe a nipple the size of the first digit of my pinky would would. That's Why? A, that's a big nipple. That's that's a lot of nipple meat. That's <laughs> a lot to contend with. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm man enough to 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 no, deal with that. When 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 like like this big. When like, Carrie pulls them out and Logan, they're about. Okay, that big. let's not talk about breastfeeding because that's a totally different. That's a nipple. For God's sakes, it's a nipple. Uh, now you've just taken the sexy out of this conversation entirely, what? folks. Please do not post what? your wife's freshly nippled 
baby suckled <laughs> teat on the Pop Syndicate website because that's going to lose. That's a loser right there. Wow. I'm sorry. Where are we? What are we doing here? We lost 20 like, minutes. Like, like, like an eraser. Eraser head? An eraser tip. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good size nipple right there. Maybe, maybe a hair bigger than that, but uh, wow. much longer, and it's like, yeah, you got to poke something with that. I don't know. All right. Well, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I'd boob pictures. Send, us, send us the boob pictures. They don't have to be your pictures. boobs. They can be anybody's boobs. I'll put a Just not man boobs. There. Have you ever been to uh oh, this was kind of an embarrassing little thing that happened to me once. Uh, uh, I used to live, uh, Jenny's uh, brother-in-law used to live with me and Jenny. And he would have his kids over on the weekends. And somebody had sent me a link to, uh, it was like moobs.com or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but it was Matt, moob or boob. That's what it was, moob or boob. So you, you got like nine pictures of boobs, right? But you had to go through and select which one was the man boob and which one was the woman boob. And so I'm looking at this, and he comes in with his kids, and he's like, oh, Jeremy, you, you might want to you know, keep that on the down low because my kids are. I'm like, no, no, no. It's, and I felt all embarrassed like I was looking at porn. But I wasn't. I was trying to figure out which ones were man boobs and which ones were women boobs. It's kind of embarrassing. It's supposed to be a joke, but was it uh, blew up in my face. Was it like uh, close-ups of the nipples? or No faces, right. So it was just close-ups of the area around the boob. And it was honestly that tough to dis- to discern. Well, I mean, you take a fat dude and take a picture of his boob, and you take a real skinny woman or something. With or like, a, I mean, especially if they don't have any hair in their chest or anything. I mean, it's it's I, did, I don't know. It's difficult to tell. That was the whole thing. Like, you know, how do you I know you're gay? Well, you got okay, seven out you of got, nine and you of the mix, man or boob. You mix Photoshop into there, right? And it's like well, no, I don't know, kind of mix and match. And plus, there's people that take hormone therapies, and they're like, men are trying to grow boobs, you know. So you're you're getting that it mixed into there and wow boobs um yeah boobs are nice though I, like I don't boobs. know I don't like those big huge floppy things like pancake like boobs well, I don't think no any, I mean just those huge well, like huge these? ones with the yeah I mean they, I don't know it seems because I I'm <clears throat> I'm more of a I want the woman to enjoy herself and I just seeing somebody walk around like that would just seemed to me to be very uncomfortable and i wouldn't want a woman that i w- was was going to try to pleasure yeah to, to be uncomfortable with something that she had i don't I, know i mean i i go for the handful rule well yeah small to medium you know I anything know. more is wasted it's yeah, a total that, waste there's well no yeah that's a, that's a you know yeah i i i, I uh, look, I mean, uh, you know, the, wife's, yeah, but, uh, the wife's not listening, and uh, I, I've she might be. You know, well. she's up there. I've, I've seen and felt some that are bigger than a handful, and really, it's just a waste. It's just a waste. It's huh? just a lot of extra skin. And well, because it was a huge nipple involved. It's I don't want to deal. Like I don't know how to do this. Let's just go watch TV. Yeah. What else do we got to talk about? I, um, you know, I don't I'm know. sorry. Well, this is our third attempt at this podcast. Uh, whatever. We're, we're recording on the laptop, so I don't know what the sound quality is going to be like. This is all Yikes. new territory. We bought. I bought the remote podcasting box, which is now attached to our laptop. One of these days, oh, you know what I did want to talk about in, in one of our previous attempts at this that we actually didn't get to talk about, so we could talk about, is the Beer Fest line. 
Oh, that was a good time. We uh, mm. we got up at I got up at four forty five in the morning uh, this Five past o'clock, yeah. this past Sunday. Uh, you, I gave you a call, picked you up. We drove down there. We got down to the Capitol Brewery at 6 a.m. and we stood in line for six hours. Well, we did a lot of sitting. There was sitting and standing and walking. It was great. You know, uh, we had like the perfect plan. Like we all brought like some food and some coffee and cards. And I had the little camp table. We were able to set up like basically camp. And Courtney had a great idea. And this is what I want to do next year if we do this whole line thing. Her idea was bring camp stove, bring a dozen eggs, sausage, and cheese. Good get, Lord. get in that line. What's the difference? It's just like camping. Start cooking up some breakfast. Everybody else in line, to the left and to the right of us, and be like, those guys know how to wait in line. That's good Because idea. we totally could. We were sitting there for six hours. I mean, we yeah. had a lot of fun. We talked to some people, played some cards, took some walks, because once you got well, into the line, it was eight, you yeah, know, kind I, of like Yeah, and you a, know, I think it's because we got away from that as, as a culture where we used to do that all the time, and then all this technology came in. It was like, oh, now we're... Now we start. I'll go cook, to Ticketmaster.com. We cook, well, not 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 even necessarily waiting in lines, but like we're we're starting to cocoon ourselves more. Like every day used to be waiting in line. It's like all right, we gotta wait for we gotta wait for the the crops that we planted. We have six months of this waiting, mm-hmm. and we're gonna we 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 went out and we did all this work together, you know, as a, as a community, and now we have to sit and wait for these crops to grow, you know. And then we get to harvest it and we get to eat it. And all this time we're waiting for these crops to grow. What are we doing? We're kind of hanging out. The kids are playing and we're sitting here playing cards. And I mean, how do you think all these games were invented? Chess and bridge and and euchre. Why were these games invented in the first place? Because people were together and they were bored and they didn't have the internet and they didn't have video games. and They didn't have, you know, movies to go see. And, oh, I got to buy the new iPhone and all the new I got oh there's a new app I want to download or whatever it is you know right. or I got to go shoot a line for Christ's sake <laughs> I got to shoot a line in Africa there's a whole story you missed there folks right but uh, now yeah. we're we, we kind of like burn out on all these technology things and we're like you know what what we miss and and what we Jones for is is this this face to face contact not face to face contact like going to McDonald's and ordering a burger or or at work where it's like yeah well did you see the other movie the other day and I yeah last night <clears throat> I just fixed up this thing and oh, can yep. we let's have a, a meeting you know or whatever or let's go out to dinner and a nice dinner no it's it's like sitting around and like a bunch just, of people with just a common... random shit yeah well it's and, and what it is. Why it's such a cool event is because you're a bunch of people, a bunch of strangers thrown into this situation, but you all have a commonality. For example, we're all waiting for beer fest tickets, which means we all like beer, which means we could probably all have long discussions about our favorite hops, brewed beers and lagers. Yeah, but we didn't do any of that. We didn't actually, but I mean, a lot of the people were cool and it's like... What is it? I mean, you could kind of relate to these people. Even though we didn't really talk about beer, everybody in line was pretty cool. Yeah, but how many other people did you really talk to besides the people that... I didn't talk to any, but still, it was a good experience. Like, (laughs) you're you're like you're making it more than it was. I mean, we had a good time because we played cards. I I had a lot of fun playing cards because it was cool because, you know, we, we, we... you and Chris, I, I don't. I, I see you all the time, and I see Chris once in a while. But 
that other guy, you know, with the iPhone, he was kind of cool. And it was like, all right, you got to talk to him. He was like, we talked about Beatles a little bit. And, yep, this and, that. Yep, yep. and Courtney, I don't get to see her very often. And it was like she was sitting there and we were talking. And, and that other guy, Dave or Doug or Adam or whatever his name is. Uh, I don't remember what his name was. But, yeah, he was a cool dude. He's a cool dude. And we were, like, hanging out with him, you know, and we were talking <clears throat> about this and that. And, yeah, I mean, it, it was just and, – and we're waiting for this common thing, like you said. And we talked about, oh, what, what position line we're in and – and then we saw the sunrise. It was a little cold to start with, right. and then it got warmer. And we're like, "Oh, it's getting warmer," and blah blah blah. And we were just kind of existing, right? You know? And we weren't. We had no precognitions about that existence. We were just waiting in line uh, together for a common goal, right? And so we had to kind of pass that time, and we did it in an amiable fashion, and. There's not enough of that anymore. I mean, you you go and wait in a line today, and you're like, fucking line, goddamn. Or you're sitting in your car, and you're like waiting to get out of the belt line. You're like wait. waiting, wait. Fuck you, fuck you. I gotta, I want to go home. I gotta get home so I can, like, you know, turn on my computer and and play a video game or make dinner or blah blah blah. blah, 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 blah. So you and here it was like, eh. But see, let's just sit here. Now, now let's just okay. sit here, and we're gonna play some cards. Sure. Now hey, we got some wait, cards. Wait. Sure, I'll play some cards. Oh, I'm gonna sit this round out. And let's look let's at just this. But let's slow down. Let's a look bit at the and diff- enjoy wait, wait. shit. You know, enjoy the sun yeah, coming yeah, yeah. up. Okay, so let's look at the difference in the types of lines that you waited. You waited in the line at the post office. Everybody was like, oh, "I want to get out of here. I just want to get yeah, the post. I want to get out of exactly. here." Exactly. You go to the bank. You wait in line. I just want to get my money. I want to make my deposit. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I want to go to Beer Fest. This guy wants to go to Beer Fest. That guy wants to go to Beer Fest. All 200 people in this line want to go to Beer Fest. So it's not like... So we made a decision on this Saturday morning or on this Sunday morning for... And it's going to take six hours and we're going to get up at six o'clock and we're going to sit there and the sun's not even up yet. We're going to watch that sunrise and we're going to sit there and wait. Everybody comes up with the jokes and the jokes kind of pass. We're doing the wave in the line and... It's, it, it was just a good time, you know, and, and the only other line that I can relate that to is when Jenny and I waited for a uh, U2 concert. We got there four hours early because so we, we had general admission tickets, and it was the same type of deal. Everybody's in the line for the same reason, to go see the same thing, to be in the same event. Maybe it's event-related, like we're all going to go do this thing, and and the commitment that goes behind what you're going to do. Rolling in five minutes before the show, where are you going? I'm gonna go get a, a bag of chips. For God's sakes, th- is that how boring my story was? What you no, just said, I, what you just did, was say your story is so boring that I have to get up off of mic, put my headphones down, and get a bag of chips. Because the story you just told you. me while I paused it was, I've been looking at those chips all night. And your story was so boring that it just reminded me of how much I wanted some chips. Well, now I have to get up and go get a beer. <laughs> I'm not I telling a story now, so. I didn't drink that whole beer. No, it's right here. Are you sure? Yeah. That's yours. No, mine's right here. Good Lord, how did it get over there? I'm not that mad. I was really done with my story. Commonality, <laughs> lines. <laughs> okay, so. Well, I, hold on. I need to go get a bag of chips. Why don't you start a story? I will. And I'll pretend to listen as I go open I up will, a bag because of chips. I will, because. This is what I was thinking about, and actually, For I didn't sake. really want to lose what I was thinking about. All, right, because, all, right, all right, all right, it's it has to do with lines, and it has to do with um, enjoying yourself, yeah. sitting in line waiting for a common goal. Right. Okay, and it has to do with um, the the lifestyle that that uh, we seem to be living in this country now, and that is kind of pushed on us by 
the marketing board of, of the super corporation that, that sells us shit to keep the economy going and to make us live our lives really fast and look forward to the next gidget, widget, wadget, gadget that's coming out that we have to, a movie that's like, oh, we got And then when we realize that it's out and we have it, it's like, oh, we have kind of the buyer's remorse. Oh, but then we need to do it. It all kind of ties that That's a together. whole conversation that you missed in it the first ties, round of this podcast. Yeah, right. Well, it, Go, but ahead. It's, it's, Go ahead. It's, it's, it ties relevant. it all together. And that is, what are we doing as we live each day, as we get up each morning and, and live through the day and go to sleep and then get up the next day. We're kind of looking towards a common goal as as human beings, as 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 life forms. Let me ask you this. Death. We're, okay. We're looking death in the face. Okay. Before 40 we, years from, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, I, either uh, of us, at, you know, at, uh, you know, because uh, 100 years at the most at the outside as, as human beings and we're... You know, we're a good 40% through that. So my point is, is that these lines that we wait in are kind of a metaphor for our life. And so to go and like really slow down once in a while and enjoy sitting there waiting for something and not something that, oh my God, like death is a scary thing in the future. But no, it's just like, you know what? We're Every day we get up, we're, we should just enjoy it and just like have fun and sit there and play cards and talk to these other people that are in line with us and do the wave and and just fart around and have a good time and not like obsess about making more money and buying new things and and you know what i mean just just like talk to the people that were around that are around us in this line and and play cards with them and and shoot the shit and you know what i'm saying i hear you does that does that make does that metaphor kind of make sense it does but before we get too like down the the path of death and and all that no m- i don't really want to keep stuff. going there i just wanted to like Make that metaphor that the line waiting for those tickets was like. I mean, not that we're looking forward to death. You know what I mean? Not like no, 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 no. Oh, I like know, in, in six months we're but, gonna die, it, so we should I wait wanted, in line for it. Sure, I wanted to kind of bring it back a little bit <clears throat> and ask. Um, Scale it back. You want a bag of chips? I don't want a bag of chips. Um, would you- <laughs> I would like a chip though. As, as oh, that I would like that chip. Thank you. I'll, I'll put that right here, so I'm not eating on mic. Um, it's right here, right oh. by my beer. Uh yeah, because it's number, rule number two. two. Eat off of the mic. Um, sorry. That means you got to put the chip on the mic, and you got to do a trick where you <laughs> eat off the mic. Eat off the mic. All right. Okay. Anyways, but I'm okay, pumped. Jeremy. Okay. Okay. Got it. Uh, what was I gonna say? Now, beer fest. Uh, what do you look forward most in beer fest? Do you look forward drunk. in the challenge of getting into beer fest? Because beer fest is limited oh. to five thousand people, no more, and and there's never any less. No right? more. So there's 3,000 tickets that you can buy on, on, on the day, and then there's 2,000 tickets that you can buy through the mail order. There's cheese on my, my little... No more, no less. 5,000 is the magic number. So is it no more... No more, no less. Is it more the satisfaction of, like, I am able to now... I, I have Beer Fest tickets. I can go into Beer Fest. You can't. I am better than you. God damn, that's satisfying. Well, I mean, it, it may sound a little uh, childish. It's like opening up a magazine in Europe and seeing boobies. Exactly. God damn. I can do that and you can't. That's satisfying. Suck that up, America. That's Fuck my, yeah. But that's my question is like what is what is more satisfying, the actual beer fest event or all of the lead up to beer fest? Like it's the beer fest event. Think about last year where it's like, do we have tickets? I don't know. We don't have tickets. We didn't get we, we didn't get them in the lottery. We didn't get them in the line. Uh, this guy's got tickets, but he might have them committed to this friend. And uh, I I don't know if we're gonna go. What are we gonna do? Maybe we should do our own beer fest. Maybe we should do this other beer fest. We're not gonna go. 
we got tickets, we're going, yay! And then we go, I mean, you got all that adrenaline, you got that whole roller coaster ride of like uh, up and down, and then and then you go, and then you do it, and then it's over. I mean, you know what it reminds me of? Is the whole thing like that excitement, or is it really just kind of like the build up to <gasps> like seeing the Wolverine movie? Like, I'm gonna go see Wolverine, I'm gonna go see Wolverine, I'm gonna go see. Uh, oh, it reminds it's me of out. life. You have all these, you, you have wonderful things that happen, they have shitty things that happen, and you just kind of live through them, and you're like, oh, you're. You're kind of racing towards death. <laughs> I guess my question, we talked about this on the podcast that didn't fucking get recorded, but for me, like these gadgets and these doodads and stuff, I like the idea I like the idea of them. And then once I get them and once I do the thing that I had the idea about, it's like, oh, buyer's remorse. Hey, what next? What next? And that's kind of what I'm Do I go o- shoot a whale? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> No, it's a snuff hunt. There's a big backstory behind that. Snuff hunt. I like that. That's, that see, rolls off the tongue. You can keep saying you that. Can, you can, that now, our, that's a... Our audience is not going to get it because they don't have the 25-minute backstory. Well, all right. I'm going to... Uh, all right, one minute. I got one minute. Can I go? Give me mm. give me two chips. All right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to toss them. Go. Two minutes. Okay, so Jeremy was talking about this guy that he works with that wants to go over to Africa and shoot big game. And he was talking about how giraffes cost $3,000 to shoot. And that's kind of ridiculous. But he said, yeah, he actually went over there and shot a lion. But he didn't go out in the jungle and shoot the lion. He went to a game preserve and they led the lion out on a string. And they said, go ahead and shoot the lion. And he shot the lion. And kind of the point is, where does it stop where does it become too much and and why is there that feeling where you have to go and shoot this lion that's completely helpless and it's just a feeling of pride it's a feeling of well now i can take pictures that i shot this lion kind of like the uh the fins on a on a 57 chevy it's like oh this crazy thing so i have to get it so it's the anticipation of it kind of like the waiting in line where it's you you are the new the new movie the new wolverine movie that's coming out well okay so they they've been playing the trailers for six months and you're really excited to go see it but then it comes out and you didn't see it and all your friends start talking about it and you start reading something about it and and kind of the excitement of seeing it kind of goes away because you don't really have that excitement anymore because it's already out and everybody's talked about it and you kind of get the gist of it. So once you've shot this lion to use this, you know, to get back to the main point here, where do you go? Where's your next uh, hunt? Well, now I'm going to go to Russia and I'm going to go, you know, hire a, a fishing boat, underground fishing boat, and I'm going to go shoot a whale because that's illegal and that's... I'm going to get even more excitement, and I'm going to be able to say, hey, I shot a whale. Well, and then where, when you, when, once you've like spent $15,000 to go shoot a whale, and you're so excited, and you shoot the whale. Oh, well, now I shot the whale. Now what? Now I still need more. Now I need more. I want to shoot something. I want to, oh, and then you go, I want to shoot a human being, and that's where it becomes a the snuff hunt. The most dangerous game. The most dangerous game is the snuff hunt. I got to say you were right to interrupt my story because these chips are really good and satisfying right and now. And you had more than two, though. Mm, that was more than a minute. And I don't even know if I got the point across very well. It was a lot funnier when we spent 25 yeah. minutes telling that story. But anyways, yeah, so there you go. Snuff Hunt. Um, I don't know, what, what, you, should, you should register that. Snuff. www.snuffhunt.com. Dude, I'm looking for it right now. Snuffhunt.com. Snuff Hunt. Because <laughs> then you can make a joke about it. It's like, hey, we're out for Kodiak. Wow. Not there? I don't think so. Or uh, Co- Copenhagen? 
Snuffhunt.com. Is it there? Snuffhunt. It's not there, dude. We could totally register. Whoops. We could totally register snuffhunt.com. <laughs> what would we do with that? It would be great if one of us you was... just start... You know what? What is it? Like $6? It's 6 bucks. but you know what? For what? A year? Yeah, a year. Seriously, every podcast... We just register another we domain. We just register all these crazy fucking domains. Well, I, we already have... I have a mother.com. So basically what you're saying is... No, every, but we came up with a good one last week. Every podcast would cost us like $7. Yeah, I would do it. I and guess that's, that's, that's actually pretty cheap. That's not bad at all. And then you put like something... But you know what? And you know what? And we would have those domains because... And then if we got some sort of a meme out there, like even if one of them hit in the last, you know, 20, because whatever, if one of them hit and all of a sudden became something, because inevitably somehow that's, that's, that's kind of the, 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 the crux of the fundamental interconnections of all things. I found this at the store. Okay. Where it's like something will not happen for a long time and nobody will be interested in all of a sudden, boom, everything happens at once. Right. I'll have. I'll have something in the store for six months, and I'll be like, fuck, you know, this stupid thing. And, I, and I'll, like, throw it away, or I'll move it to another place. All of a sudden, I get three people in the same day. Do you have one of these? 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 And, or uh-huh. uh, something happened just the other day where it was like, oh, there's these pita chips. Not that sun carry, chips, that but Carrie got chips. at Costco. Yep. Okay. Now, she um, bought these about three, four months ago, and... Uh, she didn't really eat them very much, so I took them to the store. I took the whole box, and I started eating them for lunch. And then I had this empty box. I'm like, oh, well, one of these days I'm going to get a train set in or something I want to put into that empty box to sell. So I had this empty box sitting behind the counter. A woman came in. She's a regular. She says, oh, where'd you get those? Those look really good. I'm like, oh, they are good. They came from Costco. You know, She's like, oh, when, it, when you go there again, buy me a box. I will buy them from you next time I come in. So I'm like, okay, so... I told Carrie that, okay? Now, Carrie does not come to the store very often. She does, but she'll come in for 15 minutes and she'll uh-huh. leave, whatever. So I told her to buy those next time she goes to Costco. She, and just, it was like two days ago, I, Carrie came to the store and I was like, oh, you know what? I have a big load of um, stuff to take over to the drop-off site because I was weeding the garden or whatever and I had this uh-huh. big load of uh-huh. stuff in there. I'm like, I don't want to leave it in the car very long. Can you watch the store? I'm going to take it over there. And then I'll come back because I want to dump it off because it's it's usually the drop off site is not open. It's right, like right, the, right. So you know, she's like, yeah, no problem. I go over, drop it off. I come back. She's like, oh yeah, this this woman came in and she's like, she came in and she said, don't buy the pita chips <laughs> because she she turned it turns out she didn't want them or she didn't need them or something. And I had forgotten who it was that had wanted them. And this was like three four months ago. But it just so happened that Carrie, who who I had told to buy them, and she was going to go like the next day or something, was there when that woman. So it was like what I'm saying. It was like one of those things. It's just like the timing just really seemed to happen right. And I don't remember how we started talking about that. But snuffhunt.com. Snuff um, right, right. <laughs> Registering domains that right. just you don't think, you know what? Oh, this is ridiculous. Why should we even register? But for six bucks. Well, here's the thing. A week. Here's the thing. Yeah, all oh, of a sudden, we have like 30 registers under our name, and it's like all of a sudden, somebody's going to want that one. Hey, 5000 bucks. <laughs> Here's the you thing, though. Here's the thing. We know a Flash programmer, Adam, if you're listening, in New York, who could maybe possibly program us a snuffhunt.com game. Let me just imagine that. How simple stupid would that be? 
couple dudes bouncing back and forth in your little gun. Adam's a Flash programmer? At, I believe he's a Flash programmer. I didn't know that. And then I know another guy, Scott, who I don't believe listens to the podcast, but I should talk to him about it. He is uh, involved with uh, some game called Big Buck Hunter. He's a game programmer. So there we go. We're going to do a Flash programmer and a game programmer. If we could incorporate snuffhunt.com as a game, you get some visitors. Uh, Hell yeah. There you go. Listeners, do what do you well, think? Well, about go ahead and just go ahead and register. That's what, what I'm saying. <laughs> what do you think about snuffhunt.com? We should go back and look at listen Woo. to our archive episodes and, and just register every single domain that we have ever like. Well, was a funny I mean, idea. we don't want to go overboard. We we can like run a filter. You know, we can <clears throat> we can listen to them and we can list them, think about them, and talk about them. But I think that's a good idea because I, I'm sure that it, <laughs> it has It's just a funny thing to say. Really, well, it's a funny thing. It is snuffhunt. It's snuffhunt. Snuff it's, it it can become something that it would be easy to roll off the tongue. You know what the bonus level is? The bonus level of the snuff hunt. Snuffleupagus <laughs> tied to a tree. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Snuffleupagus. And he's just kind of like, oh, bird. Kind of moves <laughs> left to right, shuffles back and forth, and you get to hey, shoot kids, him. I'm going to shoot Snuffleupagus. Oh, here we go again. That's my Snuffleupagus impression. I don't know if it's It's pretty accurate. good. It's very good. Uh, oh, bird. Yeah. Oh, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Well, the uh, the the metaphor for um, oh yeah 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 for yeah. my life that let's, I have. Let's do this. Uh, we got about five ten minutes left in the podcast. I liked kind of how you started this. I want you to kind of go where you're going to go, and then I, well, I have to set it up a little bit. Go ahead and set uh, it up. I mean, what I am is I'm a shopkeep. I'm a proprietor of a shop. Okay. Yep. Basically, I have this children's clothing and toy resale store. And if our listeners don't know this yet, they haven't been listening hard enough. SillyMonkeysFunkyResale.com. Type, type it in. I got that domain, and it's my. And there's a picture of me and my kids up there, and I got all my policies and where I am. There's a map. Um, <clears throat> On the east side of Madison, Madison, Wisconsin. Behind Ellis Deli. There you go. SillyMonkeysFunkyResale.com. For all your children's resale needs. Exactly. SillyMonkeysFunkyResale. Behind Cheaper, Ellis it's, it's better than new because it's it's been broken in and it's uh, lightly used. Slightly used. Slightly used. used. Really capital yes. L. Yes. Okay. Right. Slightly. Gotcha. I so I'm, I'm thinking about these, these video games that I like to play, you know, these these hack and slash, these these uh, adventure games where it's right, like. Right. But you like singled Moria. one out. Moria. Well, well, I was thinking Moria. Okay. I said Diablo when I wrote to you because I don't think you've ever played Moria. I've played uh, NetHack and there's another one, but they're all essentially the same as Moria. Telenguard. Yeah. Well, okay. Moria little, little is, ASCII characters that right. you bump in and you just keep going but down further Moria and further. Moria is, further is further really down. dependent on on equipment. On equipment. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. no super. Yes. Super dependent. So Angband. Okay, so Angband was the other Angband, one. Angband. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, listeners, I'm sure a lot of you have probably played games very similar to this you know these adventure games where you're like the dungeon it's like dungeons and dragons basically or, or even, like originally i played dungeons and dragons before there was even computers shit i mean back in 82 or whatever sure ultimate you know, we're, fantasy all well i mean games. no i mean even like literally dungeons I know, and dragons. it was like, like I'm, I'm and it was always like collecting the the best sword with the with the highest magic potential yeah, and yeah. like and selling it and buying new stuff right so here i'm thinking of my my own life and how that fits into that i don't know how i got onto that subject but I'm kind of that shopkeep, you know, whereas the people coming into my store are kind of like, well, we're living our lives and we have all this stuff and we're and we're, we're selling it to you and you do whatever you want with it. And, and I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, well, I'm and I have all these stories to tell. And I I talk to those people and then I talk to the next 
group of people that come in and I'm like, well, this other person, you know, so I'm kind of living vicariously through their stuff and, <laughs> but it's, it's like children's stuff. So it's not really this quite the same, but right, yet, right, right. and then I, and I kept thinking through that. I'm like, well, you know, so I'm kind of like this armchair guy and that's kind of like, the, it is the way I live my life. I'm kind of like an armchair philosopher, armchair politician. I'm like, I always have these ideas about how to change the world, make it better. But I sit on my ass and talk about it and bitch about it, but I don't really do anything about it. And that's kind of the shopkeeper attitude. It's like, well, I have I know everything because I've seen people you, have come you, in and told me about it. You listen to the tales of the adventurer, right? And buy so their I, equipment. I live vicariously through those people. Um, but the more I think about it, it's like, well, you know what? I've been out there in the world, though. You know, and I've worked a dozen different jobs where that have been pretty freaking intense and I've, I've gotten fed up with them and I've like quit and then I got a different job and I worked that one and I got pretty proficient at that and then I quit that one and I got a different one and so I've kind of been through the mill and this is maybe just kind of like my I'm sitting back and saying well okay you know what I've I've been out there I've I've gone on a couple adventures and and I've I've lived a little bit of life and and it it really it was it was exciting and intense and I learned a lot but I just want to sit back and kind of like absorb more information about what this this crazy life that 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 we have, you know, and and the fact that we're sentient as human beings, and and we can we can think about it that this life not we're we're not just living, you know, like like animals where it's like we have no idea we just want to reproduce and die we we don't want to reproduce and and eat and reproduce again and then we'll die and we don't even think about it. We're, we, we, as as human beings, we think about these things. We think about, well, why did we do that? Why, where are we going? Where is this future? What, what are we doing here? You know, do we have an existence? And I don't want to just chalk it up to God created us, and we're going to go up to heaven, and He's going to say, "Good job down there," or we're going to go to hell, and hell, and devil's going to say, "Good job up there." Now <laughs> you're down here with me, and I'm going to torture your ass. You know, it, it, there's there's something to think about, like why we're here and what we're doing, and and you know. So that's this is kind of my respite as as a shopkeep where I just kind of sit there and and gather more information from these other adventurers that are out there and I trade wares you know and uh, maybe eventually I'll kind of say you know what okay I've kind of rested long enough and I raised my own two kids now I'm gonna get back out there and really really show people how it's done and really adventure to the to the hilt you know. Maybe, maybe that's going to be the the uh, the, the burgeoning uh, pol- political career that I'm kind of in the back of my mind. We were talking about being older persons last week, I believe, or whatnot. Not right? on the podcast, but let me tell you something. Because of this podcast, any political future you have is totally out the window. That's bullshit. There's enough sound bites in here that would drown either of us in the political arena. Fuck that. No, no that's I, bullshit. I, I, I'm being. I'm, I'm, I'm being. Um, Facetious? No, not really. But I, I want to know. You're being how, a little too truthful. I don't think so. How many gold? I don't care what they spin on me. I, I, I'm telling it like it is. I tell it how I feel. For reals. And look at look yeah, at look at George Bush for Christ's sake. Before we, I I inhaled. I didn't inhale. Look at Barack Obama. That was I smoked some. I inhaled. Hell yeah, I did. That was Bill Clinton nut. Whatever. Okay, but George. All right, George Bush was snorting coke off of hookers' asses. Now, if only the rest of us could be that lucky. Um, See, so all I do is talk a little <laughs> bit of f- fucking uh, rhetoric, and they're going to boot me off the ticket? No. 
Well, of course, I don't have a let Yale degree you, that my daddy bought. Let, so. me, let me ask you why. I'm, I'm not, I don't have designs on the presidency anyways. I want to no, be an no. alder person for the fucking fourth ward of Madison. Let me yeah, ask. this guy looks good. Hey, I actually like what he said about the lesbians there. <laughs> He's cool. I like him. Let's vote for him. He sounds like he could change some little policies that we have. This snuff hunt idea. I think we should go for that. I like I, that. I like his platform on boobs. I think there should think be more should. boobs in the community newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some big, floppy, 40-inch uh, pancake-like boobs that I've been meaning I, to just get out there. I'm going to put him on a Madison Metro bus. Let me ask you why you felt the need to share your shopkeep story. I like I like the metaphor of, you know, you feel like you're the, the shop. Because no, the shopkeep in Diablo or Ang Ben are one of those games. Because nobody ever is like, uh, you know. I'm the shopkeep. I'm the shopkeep. <laughs> I'm the innkeeper. Choose, choose your... Professional. I want to be a. Pa- I want to be either a paladin or a ranger or a thief or, or a, a mage. Shopkeep. I would be a shopkeeper, <laughs> right? So, I mean, I can understand. Like, I go to work every day and I feel like I'm the ranger out there and I'm, I'm taking one for the team. And I'm that's I, actually I, very funny. I never even thought it through but, that but, much. But instead of choosing the fighter or the, the mage shopkeep. or the or the cleric, you you like on. I'm the shopkeeper. I'm the sh- I'm the guy that buys the shit that you I'm haul the out of the dwarf shopkeep, yes, <laughs> and then sells you stuff for you know way too much. You know, I, what? <laughs> wh- I mean, so then, so you you told me that in the G chat earlier today, and you're like this shop, and that makes total sense. I mean, you run a shop and you're buying stuff and selling stuff, <laughs> just like you do in Diablo Rang. Proprietor level seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna get so much experience from this purchase. You purchased a used Barbie doll. 25 experience points. You didn't get ripped off. Um, so then I was trying to compare, like, well, I'm a, I'm a computer guy, right? I'm an IT. Oh, you said I'm you were the, pu- the, pr- the pump primer. The pump primer. I'm the guy in the village. <laughs> I didn't understand that. I didn't. We didn't keep right, talking. Right. But right, right. I'm the guy that comes to your village is like, oh, your pump's broken. Let me prime your pump. I, like, that's what, in, in medieval times or whatever, that's what your IT guy would be is the guy that primes your pump. It's, it's not... It's not like emptying your outhouse. So the right? ranger's like, God damn it. There's no water here. Oh, Call- get the administrator over here. Uh, hello. You know, it's it's not like I have to clean out. And you're the- like, wow, where were you? What? Did you just come back from Ellengard? And there was, <laughs> did, was the big, did you hear about the big battle? My sister lives over there. Yeah, we raped her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a level seven pump primer. <laughs> Get out of my way! I'm a I'm a ranger. I have my wrench plus two. <laughs> Don't make me tighten something. Well, I have to go. I have to go to the shopkeep. But here's the I thing. have to go to the proprietor and buy a. Here's the thing. Some some plumber's putty. To go on to your metaphor, I mean, you're talking about like you're the shopkeep. I'm the pump primer. I'm not the guy that cleans out toilets because that's kind of like grunt work. I'm the guy that's got to do something sort of sort of technical, but really not frontline. All that cool, getting the women and and, and well, you're digging. The, maybe you're digging the wells. Uh, as an IT guy, I don't think I would necessarily be digging the wells, but I might be like figuring out where the wells go. Engineer? No, I wouldn't be an engineer because that denotes a, a certain amount of education. Because like to be an IT guy, you're like you're midway between associates. Yeah, but and, you have and, a bachelor's and, and degree. Bachelor. I mean, no, I have an associate's degree. So you're like 
you're like halfway there. So like, uh, there's a guy that makes more money than me that's figuring out where the pumps go. That's what it is. There's a guy that figures out where the pumps go, and there's me that comes along and fixes the pumps. That's what I am. I'm the I'm the pump primer, level seven, bitch. Don't you forget it. Well, what the hell kind of a proprietor am I? I'm probably only level three. <laughs> I'm a level one. I'm still. Uh, I only have like six hit points. Please. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't even touch me. I'll, I'll well, die. Okay, so now hit points could could, <laughs> I mean, could be not necessarily. Well, see now health is where the where the metaphor would would come across as the hit points, but health isn't necessarily it. It's it's, it's almost Dude, like it's, because it's, because in this society, in a capitalistic society, because those those like Angban and and right. Diablo, those probably are not capitalistic societies so much as more of like. Are you kidding me? They're totally capitalistic societies. You go down into the dungeon, you get money, you get stuff, you go back to the store, you sell your stuff for like pennies on the pound, and then you buy the equipment that you could find in the dungeon for like way more than what it's actually worth. Of course, it's totally capitalistic. Okay, all right. So then what? No, 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 no. But what is actually the the ultimate end point of the game? Well, the, the, to save the the to town from evil, the, so, the evil guy. So those games are 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 mostly religious based. Then you know what? You because know, you're wait, like wait. you're like fighting good versus evil. Let me let me say this. this so is what, there's none of those games. Wait, wait, that are like capitalistic. Maybe maybe Adam. Maybe you should write no, one no, no, of these no, no. games. That's let, like. Let me tell you why they're capitalistic. This is what's always. I'm sorry to cut you off like that, but no, this, it's fine. I'm this is something that's like way. always bugged me about these games. Like you're the hero that comes into town to save the country, the land, or to rescue the the king's the princess, daughter, yes. right? The princess. Okay, so you're the guy, the hero, the chosen one, right? And so you go into the dungeon, you risk your life, you're killing all these monsters. Yet you go to these towns, and you've got these fuckers who are like, "I'll sell you a sword, but it's going to cost you a hundred gold pieces." Like, there's never like. You're the hero. You're the chosen one. Have a sword. Have a shield. It's always like money. Give me money. Give me money. I'll trade you something. I'll give you a little bit of money. But right. So it is capitalistic. It's you're totally right. Because, capitalistic. But you know why? You know why? Because you're not necessarily the chosen one. The game makes like presents to you that you are. But nobody ulti- else knows. Ultimately, there's probably fifty others. Ah. Or no, more than that. There's there's thousands of others. Just like professional sports. There's there's thousands of other high schools that are pumping these these quarterbacks out, and they all want to be professionals. They all or, or basketball players. They all want to be professional basketball players, but maybe six of them are chosen from every state, if that. <laughs> right. So you know. So and then one of them becomes the Michael Jordan. Right. One of them changes the the future. Changes right. the or the Tiger Woods changes the direction of where something is going to go. One of them is going to become the Einstein. That's a scientific, right. you know. Sure, I got thing. you. I got you. So, as as this antagonist or protagonist of this game, you are led to believe that you are the only one. But ultimately, now this is where online gaming comes in because online, you could you could be you could be told by the engine that you are the the ultimate chosen one. But yet, all of a sudden, like there's 50 other people playing the game at the same time. They're all to- so now you have to fight against this ultimate evil plot. As well as these others Who that are that are looking to one. win, that would be a capitalistic game. That would be the ultimate capitalistic game. As it is, yes, it it purports purports itself purports itself to be a capitalistic game, but ultimately, it's nothing but good versus evil because you well, are right. the only one involved. It's you versus the computer, and it's 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 a single outcome. 
it's I don't know. I, it's it's interesting. I mean, it it could be a whole topic on its own. Well, I don't know if we have enough time to really I don't, get into it that much. We're almost done, but I think an interesting game or story would be about the other guy who thinks he's the, the chosen proprietor. one, the guy that's li- <laughs> the shopkeep story. There you go. There's your book. What you got to do is take a story. Uh, have you read read any like fantasy? Medieval Dungeons and Dragonsy type books. I never have. I know there's like a slew of oh the Xanth novels, but they're kind of weird. There's a know. slew of uh, uh, oh yeah, sure, sure. The of... um, what is it? Tracy Hickman and uh, Margaret Wiseman. The uh, look, I, there's a, there's a there's a thousand of them. You go yes, you go to Barnes and Noble. Dragon, the Dragonlance, yeah, Dragonlance Chronicles, sure. with Wrestling. Mm-hmm. You go and, to uh, the yeah, you go yeah. to Barnes and Nobles and you go to the fantasy selection. There's a thousand books all on medieval. I read. The blue, the red, there's there's okay. all the different colors, and then they like totally spread out from there. My yeah, point a lot is, of is that you somehow come up in your mind with this whole fantasy world of stricken danger and and demons and stuff, and then you write it from the perspective of the shopkeep. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If you and I are, could do that if you're a good enough writer. I mean, you take all the stories, and then what is your role? Like, okay, so the hero ultimately kills the dragon that saves the land, but. The shopkeep had something to do with that, right? Maybe I don't he know. told him. Well, inevitably, if you listen, he if heard you, a story. If you right, remember, from fantasy, it was like you had to go to talk to the shopkeep to get where is this a little bit more information gem that I have to insert in the hilt of my sword so that I can kill the dragon. Right, right, right. And if he, if if that shopkeep hadn't been around for twenty years and heard the stories of the past, and given him the know, rumor or the clue, and given him that clue, he never would have found that that gem. So there you go. Well, and so. Maybe I'm just like like rounding out my experience as a human being by being a shopkeep for a while, and maybe I'll jump back into the game and and you, should, you know like I said maybe I'm priming myself for this political career. Because you you should uh, make business cards that say shopkeep level seven. I or proprietor, yeah, proprietor level seven. That'd be something kinda that sweet. would level seven. No, if I, I, if I, like, you know what? If I ever go to Gen Con. I will definitely do that. <laughs> that like would be so awesome. A, I'll walk around with a leather apron on. <laughs> I'll have a huge beard by the time. What do you time. do? I'm a shopkeep level <laughs> seven, bitch. Don't fuck with me. I got the best shit in the back. About, I don't even sell this shit to you <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm about, I'll tell you what. I'm about 100 points away from level eight. So all I have watch to do is out. pull this dagger out of the sheath and it kills you. you know, just, I don't even have to swing it. I only have six hit points, but man, I'll tell I'm you just, what. All right. We had about a few minutes left, but did you ever play Dungeons and Dragons or Fantasy or Ultima or any one of those games where you would roll a magic user and you would have fucking three experience or oh, yeah. three oh, hit points yeah. and you're like, what the fuck? Or and then and then it's like you go up a level, you gain one hit point. <laughs> one you're like, point. fuck you! Great, I got five now. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that yeah. pissed me off to no end. <laughs> All right, that pissed me off to no end. Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, it's been episode sixty-two. Because I was fun. actually, I usually played as like the fighter. Well, because he's got the and most then I would, hit points, right? And, and then I, right, and then I would win the game or whatever, and then I'd like want to go back through and, and play it as the mage or something. And I'd be like, yourself. "What? I only I have, have like thirteen, right? And, and I'm level three already. Oh my god, you know? And then like one rat comes up and bites me, <laughs> and bites I'm, you, and you're dead. Yeah, yeah, right. Because wow, you didn't cause cast magic use, missile right, fast enough. Instantly, the right, yeah. It's been episode 62. Uh, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been three attempts at this, and I think we finally got it. We've got the mobile recording unit, so Moby. hopefully this thing works. And yeah. and if it does work, we're taking this bad boy somewhere. Over to my garage. We're taking it somewhere. We're taking it to the beer fest. I 
No. Nah, well, we'll see. I just want to drink. I don't want to have to lug around electronics. We'll take it to The next camping. line that we stand in, though, this, this equipment we'll is We'll take it to the Silly us. Monkeys and do a proprietor cast. A shopkeep level a step sh- quest. 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 Ooh, a shop quest. A shop quest. <laughs> that would. All right. Hey, it's been fun. Hey, these are good chips. All right, uh, sun chips. Yes. Yeah, uh, keep your, your local your, grocer. Keep your uh, keep your shop swimsuit on when you jump in the water. And keep your shop capes happy. You don't want to have paid. any uh, uh, swimsuit malfunctions. <laughs> Boobs. Boobs. <laughs>